Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to another episode of Boot to the Face. I am Chris Rucker along with my co-host Marty Vasquez. We are here on Twitch TV talking some pro wrestling. Joey DeLarm's always in the chat. Good morning, sir. How you doing, Marty? I'm doing well. I feel like Joey DeLorme is becoming our new EJ. He's in there almost more than EJ is now these days. Nothing wrong with EJ that. got a little too big for us and doesn't want to talk to us no more. Um, but no, other than that, man, I'm good. It's been a long week. I'll tell you that right now. Like, I've had a lot of stuff at work this week. Um, I had a presentation to give in front of like regional vice presidents and directors of leadership, and then I had an interview for potential position change. Um, yeah, dude, I'm in the holidays coming this week, so I got stuff coming up this week too. It's been exhausting, but uh, not too bad, not too bad, not too much to complain about. Got to enjoy a day off. We went to Hollywood. Went and did some stuff around there. Um, went to the Funko Pop Store. Gotta love that place. Um, hit up downtown Disney, which was a nice little get walk around and dinner. And uh, no man, other than that, pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Busy week at work as usual. And then uh, last night I went with some friends to go see Burt Kreischer and Nikki Glaser and that whole fucking crew. They were at uh, the Braves. Triple uh, A Stadium, the Gwinnett Stripers. Uh, so that was a cool little little thing to do. You know, it was a little long, a little hot. You know, There's an outside a, show in June. Just curious, being hot and the way he is, um, did, did Chrysler keep his clothes on? Oh no, he came out of. Uh, of course not. They, Why would he? <laughs> they. This is the first time I've ever seen the guy. I have yeah. no clue about any of these people. But oh, really? I remember Nikki Glacier from being on Kavita and Rich a couple of times. Yeah. But the rest of them, like, I'd never seen before. And mm. they introduced him, and he came out from the fucking bullpen like a pit, like a relief pitcher, like, uh, running out, and he gets out there Kenny and he Powers? takes his shirt off. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, fuck, I'm at his... I don't know. It was funny. Nikki Glacier came out and decided she was going to spoof him and took her shirt off immediately when she got there. So she did her whole thing in her bra. She wasn't that funny to me. Um, yeah, she's a she's a very um, yeah hit or miss acquired taste. What's that? Acquired taste. Yeah, yeah, not too much as some as uh, some comics are out there. Um, yeah, because I feel like some some comedians and I'm not. And this isn't to sound sexist or anything like that, but there's some female comics out there that really push the envelope or cross it to like yeah get across. You know what I mean? I'm not that yeah. the men don't do that, but you just the, the big the men the women that are out there 
the the main ones, you know, you, a lot of them push the limits. That's kind of what they've always done. Uh, but now she she's definitely an acquired taste, um, as all comics are. You know, obviously, not every comic's gonna be fair. Even even Chrysler, um, he's hit or miss for me too. Like sometimes it's really good stuff. Sometimes it's like, ah, all right, man, we're gonna skip through this. But yeah, that's well, cool, dude. Comedy shows are always fun, though. We were in the crowd last night talking, and and some of some of the people were just like they felt like she was trying too hard to be, yeah, you know. And you know, I could I could see that, but she was alright. You know, I didn't know half the people. There was eight comics. They took an intermission, like it was it was long as fuck. Uh, one guy, old Uncle Joe, or whatever the fuck his name is, old guy from Jersey. He was pretty funny, and it's just because he hey this fucking guy here. That's all he kept saying. So, uh, it was like doing a fucking stand up with with Irish Whip. So, but yeah, that was fun. Uh literally oh, just man, walked that, in the house like 5 minutes. I don't know like if I can, know if I can handle that one. It, he was funny. He's probably the best one there. Christ no, I'm was talking about right, Irish Whip. Oh. stand up. <laughs> just just see JP up there just talking. He I feel like JP be up there with like a chair and a table for him to lean on with a <laughs> mic and just be talking. Yeah, he wouldn't even be talking it. punch. He wouldn't even be talking punchlines. It'd just be him and his Boston accent, and he'd just be talking shit about everybody. And, um, yeah, you know, talk, fuck Tom Brady and love the Patriots and, you know, Celtics should have won, um, all that shit. But, uh, yeah, it would have, I don't know, man. Interesting. But that's cool. Yeah. This, this was down at the Battery? No, this was at, uh, this was in Lawrenceville. This was in, uh, like I said, their AAA stadium. So, it's a little bit bigger than the double A stadium, which is in Rome, Georgia. This was in Lawrence. You went to the one in Rome, right? When you came I did. in? I did. Yeah, it's I'm it's, not so gonna it's, lie, dude. Yeah, day I was looking out there. I didn't realize how far out Rome is, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at the map, I'm like, oh shit, that's way the hell out there. I was looking yeah. at it because of an opening came up posted to me. Um Roswell, Georgia. So basically covers Rome. North Atlanta and a bunch of us that for just command. Roswell's a good go. place to live if you were to like, oh, move out here. That's, I know I, that area. Uh, I'm gonna have to I like Roswell a lot. Yeah, I like Roswell a lot. Um it's expensive to live there, but Roswell's a really good fucking area. That's actually uh when I bartended or not bartend, when I worked at the bar a couple times, the bar that I was working at's over in that area in Roswell. Mm. Um I mean I'm sure it's cheaper there than is it may be expensive, but I'm sure it's cheaper than it is in Los Angeles. You're probably right. You're so. probably right. Uh, yeah. So let's let's fucking get into it, man. We got we got two pay per views to talk about. We did our <laughs> Forbidden Door predictions last week, but we didn't have the entire card. Um, so a lot of moving and shaking took place this week. And, and yeah, I'm saying injuries, even the card we had last week is different than the card we have today. Injuries are fucking like just taking over the sport of pro wrestling right now. Like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, <clears throat> I get it. Uh, but let's talk AEW injuries we got daniel bryan and cm punk right i mean scorpio sky scorpio oh scorpio sky still hurt isn't he yeah uh but like daniel bryan i mean how much longer do we accept him before he got an injury just to be honest like samoa joe same guys i don't know i think a, a concussion in wrestling isn't as is that what i he wouldn't got, call he that concussion? As, yeah that's well i mean they haven't said it but he made kind of reference to it in his Oh, you talking about Daniel Bryan or, or Samoa yeah, Joe? Brian Daniels. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but he's had questions um, before though. It's, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't look at that as so much injury prone as he had a Takes significant him off the shelf, injury dude. and had to retire. Or puts him on the shelf. Yeah. 
I mean, everybody's gonna get hurt one way or the other. I mean, shit, Roman was hurt. Jungle Rollins, Boy's hurt. Like every yeah, everybody's been hurt one way or the other. There's a woman's wrestler. That not was only hurt too, well, not only is Jungle Boy hurt injured wise, but he, he's probably hurt ego and emotion oh, yeah. too because that boy Christian, Christian, he fucked him up. My God, verbally been fucked him up. I've been telling like, y'all Christian's better than Edge for years, and y'all fucking <laughs> like damn. I mean, he dropped them lines, and I'm like, oh, oh, he not only cut that motherfucker open. But he grabbed lemon and salt and poured that DJ shit in. He says there. he's way more excited for Forbidden Door than Money in the Bank. I don't know about that one. Um, I feel like for I feel like Forbidden Door. All right, I'll say this. I feel like Forbidden Door could have been one thing and it's something else. Like it could have been a bunch of dream matches and instead it's not. Like I think we're getting a bunch of great matches and then we're getting a bunch of filler shit that's just like, oh, this yeah. could have been better. But because of injuries. like half the half the card is fantastic. Like, holy shit. And the other half's like, oh, okay. Like, I don't like the fact that the the IWGP World Title match is just a thrown together four way. Like, they never really yeah, there built was no build to up it. Part. They just kind of <laughs> fucking threw. All right, Excalibur just came back from break and was like, and it's official. We have a four way match for the title. Like, what the fuck? Okada just shows up and now it's a four way. Whatever. Um, like, I want to see Osprey and fucking Daniel Bryan or Bryan. I want to see Osprey and right? Orange Cassidy. Why is my and I'm just noticing that my shit's all in Spanish right now. I mean, that's gonna be a good match. Don't get me wrong, but there's just there's more shit Orange Cassidy could have been doing, right? Like, where's God at? Why do we not have God versus fucking the Revival? Or because G-O-D FTR versus, is fighting the the champions who took the belts from them. Or God versus uh the knockoff Hardy Boys. Oh, the Young Bucks. God versus the Young Bucks. Because yeah. Young Bucks are fighting, are fighting with Bullet Club. Yeah, they're in a triple threat. All these triple threat and four-way They're matches. not a triple like, threat. It is a triple threat. No, it's not. The the tag team title matches, the Young Bucks the aren't. Young, but the tag team title match with FTR. I know. I'm saying no. I'm saying the triple threat match with FTR and Jeff Cobb and Rapungi, whatever. That's yeah. a triple threat match. Right. That's stupid. That one is, yes. What, if you're going to unify the titles, why not have champion versus champion? Why is there a random fucking team in there? Just get them on the card? Well, I mean, I, think, I don't think they want to bring three titles together either. Okay, well, then you're going to bring two titles together. Then just have champion versus champion. Why put that other random fucking team in there? Yeah, it doesn't make sense why Rapunji Vice is in there. Only thing I think of is because the only reason why they're in there, I believe, is because United Empire caused them to tag team titles against FTR. And then they caused that they went in in uh, a new Japan. Rapongi Vice came out and caused them a match. So they just got involved because they're the third team that's been caught, like just in the storyline between each both tag teams. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. I get you know you want the tag teams versus tag team, and then you have a, a third wheel in there. Um, I mean Bullet Club, Bullet Club. I mean they're finding they're finding your boy, man. They're finding dudes with attitudes. Can't believe that's the fucking name. Dudes, attitudes. That used to be Sting and Lex Luger's tag team name. Back I get in the it. Early nineties. I get it. <laughs> like, ugh. Get ugh. Now I'm. So my thing is, I'm. I'm looking forward to Forbidden Door, but I just thought a dream caught like all in. Oh, and that guy was, changed too. That was supposed to be a four way or eight man tag team. What is it now? Because it was supposed to be Alpha Tasmo and Hikolo and the Bucks versus. Darby, Sting, Shingo, and uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Right. 
now it's just Darby, Sting, and Shingo versus Alpha, Tasmo, and Matt and Nick Jackson. So something must have happened with Takahashi because he's not involved Somebody in this match. Because Hikolo's still there with them. He's like, they're coming out with them. But uh, Hiromu's not there. Yeah. So See, something must have happened where he didn't come know. across. I don't know. I just feel, like I said, like I was saying, All In was like a dream card where you had Omega and fucking yeah. Pentagon. And, you know, you had these like, you had everybody. seen it. Right, and now here you are with Forbidden Door, and I feel like there's so many matches that could have happened that they didn't fucking do. Now, is this going to be a yearly thing? You can't have a, you can't give it away all at the same time, right? right. But like, besides Moxley <clears throat> and the Ace, like, there's nothing I'm really looking forward to in this pay per view. I'm just going to watch. You're not looking it. for a Thunder it's, versus Tony. If Tony wins, but that's not that's AEW though. That's oh, not you're, Forbidden talk, Door. you're talking straight. You're talking straight across. Yeah. New Japan versus AEW then. And there's there's really no storylines in most of it, and so really it's just gonna be fucking five hours of just nonstop wrestling with no anything involved. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I might fall asleep. We're doing a fucking live after show on Patreon, you know. I might have to wake up for that. Like you might have to call me and let me know that it's time to go on because it starts at eight o'clock, and knowing AEW won't be over till one a.m. Fair enough. Again, this is why they should go to fucking Saturday night. They want to run these late-ass fucking pay-per-views with seven hours of programming. Then do it on Saturday where we yeah. can wake up the next day and not have to go to work. Well, and to add with your comments earlier, like whether this what's this going to lead to, why is this not so much? Uh, I think it's also a way to get New Japan involved. It's a way to get Ring of Honor mentioned if you watch this week. Uh, Jonathan Gershom was on there. Um, it sounds like Ring of Honor is going to have a pay-per-view at the end of July. So, um, and it might be a mixture with New Japan and Ring of Honor again. So, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of blending to get things started for both for New- Ring of Honor, but really get things in the in the States for New Japan just because the I don't think the LA Dojo and um, Strong do as well as they expect it to do. Um, but that's the thing, too. Like, you got Strong. Like, where is – like, I haven't seen them being hurt. So, where is uh, Kenta? Like Kenta on this card would have been fantastic, fantastic somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. We still got one more person showing up, but even then, it's again Zack Saber Jr. and I can give a shit less. Actually, I couldn't give a shit less about Zack Saber Jr. on a card anywhere. I know he's your favorite well, wrestler, it- but like shit. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, I got three names for you. Cesaro, Johnny Gargano, or John. No, it wouldn't be Jonathan Gresham. Cesaro, Johnny Gargano, <clears throat> or who was the other one I had? I had three names of, or Bray Wyatt. I don't think it's Bray Wyatt. He's not a technical wrestler. True. He sucks at wrestling. Those are the only three names like, I could think of, though, that they aren't said tied technical to wrestler, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, Maybe so Ibushi. Cesaro or Gargano. Maybe Ibushi said, fuck New Japan. Time for me to go to AEW. And I'm a fact site Zack Sabre Jr. He'd be in AEW Ibushi's for a while. not technical, though. He's more of a high-flying powerhouse. Uh, I mean, I guess a little bit, but... He said that would a lot be of a ground and pound. Yeah. It'd be a big name on there. Ibushi? Kota? He'd do a lot of ground and pound. He doesn't Tiny. wrestle you on the ground. Tiny. Yeah, I mean, he does, but not maybe you know, not like a Daniel Bryan. Maybe it's I'm thinking uh, Cesaro or Gargano. More it's gonna be likely. CM Punk's twin brother or baby brother, gonna come out as a wrestler. 
Or maybe it's that Daniel Bryan's me though. Maybe maybe it's Daniel Bryan's twin brother coming out to be a wrestler. They're like, Daniel oh, Bryan, they got Elias and Ezekiel. Maybe we'll come out and uh, Daniel Bryan's will be coming out and you know have that match. Um, just a I, just a quick aside since you brought up Ezekiel. So I couldn't you, sleep the other night and I was on social media because of how amazing and, it is. I knew you'd fall. You'd fucking no, fall for it. No, no, no. I knew you'd enjoy do with Ezekiel at all. It's actually all Kevin Owens. But oh. uh, I saw, you know, the whole thing with the abortion stuff happened this past week, mm-hmm. and Gunner, that used to be in WWE, like big time right wing guy, he like tweeted out like, "I'm so disappointed in Becky Lynch for how she's reacting to this," and Becky like went back at him, and a couple other wrestlers did too. And so I started going <laughs> through her Twitter, and I got to like. She was talking about Kevin Owens, and I started clicking yeah. on it. She's doing like a backstage interview after Raw. I can't remember when it was, and somebody starts laughing, and it's Kevin Owens like hiding behind this big trunk, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hey, I was doing an interview earlier, and they just threw it back to the studio." And him and Becky go on about how Ezekiel and Elias are the same people, and then I find the interview with Kevin Owens where he's like sitting down on his ass and he's picking on the Irish uh, commentator. Like, there's a lot of interviews and shit they do backstage I didn't even know existed. Like, mm-hmm. they put this shit on social media and I didn't even know it was fucking there. Like, I found like eight or nine interviews between Becky Lynch, KO, Sami Zayn. Like, they do so much entertaining shit that doesn't make TV. And obviously, I had a lot of retweets and likes on it, so somebody's seeing it. But yeah, I didn't even know this shit was out there. So I was I was up for like an hour watching Kevin Owens like lose his mind about Ezekiel and Elias. Nice. I don't think anybody could have been put in his place, um, maybe Sami Zayn, to make this get as over as it is. Because Kevin Owens is trying his ass off to make this shit work. But it's fantastic. It, I yeah. love it. I don't know about fantastic, but it's fantastic. I, I mark my words. It's fantastic. I never liked Elias. Elias sucks. He's See, I like sucks. Elias. I have multiple Walk with Elias t-shirts. I love Elias. So this is fan, and you know, I, I think it's hilarious. He comes out Ultimate Warrior looking as a lot as Ezekiel. Uh, it's, it's fucking funny, dude. I enjoy yeah. it. There's a lot of shit on WWE that's just like cringeworthy and like, uh. And, and this is one I don't of know, them. man. This flirts align with it, but it's fun. It, it makes me smile. So you know, when we have 15 hours of wrestling a week to watch, um, and just stuff to watch fast forward and bullshit, and the world is a full of shit place, and you know, just nonstop, just dog shit everywhere you know watching ezekiel and elias and kevin owens it brings happiness to my life it's joy i'd rather watch that than watch cat fucking happy Ho- uh, happy corbin and mad cat moss tell horrible dad jokes off of laffy taffy rappers you know what i mean so that that, that gives us a difference but it's been fun and i can't wait it's gonna it's gonna end up being we're like Kevin Owens, Elias is going to be the last member, or not Elias, Ezekiel is going to be the last member of the Money in the Bank, and Kevin Owens is going to fight Ezekiel at Money in the Bank. Watch. It's going to happen. Um, so <clears throat> the card changed a lot. You want to just run through it real quick, and if we want to change picks, we can, and if not, then yeah. Fucking... Um, talking about uh, today's for, for Forbidden Door, correct? Yeah, Forbidden Door tonight. 8 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, so there's got three pre-show matches real quick on here. Um, They got the Gun Club. And can I tell you right now, fucking Billy. I used to like Billy. But they're so obnoxious. Like, just over the top obnoxious, the Gun Club. The whole scissor, uh, I don't know. It's horrible. It's ridiculous. Um, Anyways, they're fighting Umora, um, 
Oh no, that they're fine. He's with them. Um, the LA Joe, it's the New Japan LA JoJo. We got Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. Uh, oh no, Yumura is on there too. So I don't know. That's just it's a it's a match pre show. <laughs> Another pre show match. Q T Marshall. That's the funniest fucking shit. <laughs> So you look, I love the you laugh at that. You laugh at that shit, but then you cringe at fucking Ezekiel. That's Ezekiel sucks. Fucking the claim to hilarious. So does so so Colton and, and freaking Austin. Yeah, I don't laugh at them. I laugh at the acclaim, like making the fun thing, of them the whole, the whole thing. thing. The and, whole thing. and the fact that Billy Gunn basically like hates his kids and wish the acclaim were his kids. I mean, like, he <laughs> does, and that's what's hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sizzle you're not me wrong. Daddy ass. <laughs> um, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo are fighting Goto and Yoshihashi. Um, again, if you have any other team in there besides the factory, and that's a fucking match to watch. Uh, you know, it's just using New Japan for, for crap on that one. Swerving the glory. That's actually a good name. I'm not going to lie. That's a good name. Swerving our glory. I like that. They're pretty I don't good, like, too. With their, I don't they like Keith Lee. Line going. I don't like Keith Lee. But I do like Swerve yeah. um, versus Suzuki Goon, Al Desperado, um, and Kanemaru. Um, I feel like like Swerve and our glory is going to win this just because it kind of progresses their story of them. Yeah, you know, trying to they're going to split up. up eventually. Yeah, I, I, I actually yeah. think Keith Lee's going to turn heel. I do, um, and I think that'd be good for him. I don't want him talking anymore. If he's heel, he no. can just be a fucking badass and just not beat even a little bit. Up. But I don't uh, want to hear who they say he sounds like Wreck It Ralph. I don't want to hear Wreck It Ralph talking anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Um other than that, we got the whoa. So apparently the four way for the AEW All Atlanta Championship changed also. Yeah, that changed because somebody else got hurt from New Japan and they just got some dude in there I've never heard of before. Clark Connors? Yeah, he's going to win. Though. Is that the fucking lizard? Is that Dr. Connors who turns into the fucking lizard in Spider-Man? <laughs> he's going to win. Because who was supposed to be in that match? It was a New Japan uh, it was. qualification. And then I guess whoever won got hurt. Again, oh, injuries, he, he man. was supposed to be in the match. Injuries, yeah. This is the guy. So this is the guy who Ishii beat. Mm-hmm. He's American. Okay, never heard of the guy. All right then. So that takes away Ishii from winning the match. Um, I still yeah, got, it's still, uh, still going to be Miro. Miro. Yeah, yeah. I'll still pick Miro for that one. Yeah. Uh, Luxex Gods. That match stayed the same versus Eddie Kingston. Stupid ass. I'll pick Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy. This is going to be a banger, man. I love this match. This I love everything. This is for the the U.S. title that neither one of them have, right? Because it, it, Juice Robinson it, stole it. Technically, yes. Well, he didn't steal. He didn't give it he up, and he should have given it up. He literally got hurt. He didn't even get hurt. He had like a, an. It wasn't even like an injury. Injury. It was like all of a sudden like you're sinus. a Juice Robinson fan now because he's with no. Tony Storm. No, 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 no. Like he literally <laughs> was supposed to show up at uh, uh, Dontaku. And he ended up getting like sick the week before, so he couldn't make it last second. And they end up just say, "All right, well, you're not champion because you can't be here this weekend." It wasn't like he got hurt or anything. That they just said, "You're not champion because you can't show up tonight, even though you're sick." Like that's bullshit. You know, fucking, it's ridiculous. They let people have titles for months on months on months being injured. 
but then the dude gets sick and it's going to give it to somebody else. Given it's Will Ospreay, which I have no problem with. Um, but yeah, Juice has that title hostage. Like he's got a lot of other stuff hostage at home right now. Oh, um, imagine <clears throat> that. I have. Yeah, this is a good big match. I, I I don't think will I don't think Orange Cassidy will loot will win, but no. I really do want him to win, especially if it Orange ends up him against like Juice. It is, I feel like this is going to be interim, obviously, because if Juice comes back, they're going to end up fighting Juice anyways. So I don't know if, it, if that's the case. Unless my show if this tonight. is going to be like this is the champion, no interim involved. I can see Osprey keeping it, um, but if this is going to be they're going to end up fighting Juice Robinson. I can see Orange Cassidy having that title for a little while. I feel like I'd Orange okay Cassidy, if he wins, Juice is going to show up. To I feel like whoever wins, Juice is going to show up tonight and confront him. I mean, Juice probably is going to be there. Let's let's be honest. His wife's probably going to become the women's champion tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of celebrating going on. <sighs> Never mind. I'm going to leave my comments to myself. Um, Scissor FDR. me, Tony Storm. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a lot of clapping going on in that arena. She wins. Yeah, uh, yeah. FTR, United Empire, Rapunji Vice, that all stays the same. Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm stays the same. Any of those mm-hmm. you want to change? No, I'm still, I'm still going to pick FTR and uh, Tony Storm. And then we got the Bullet Club is versus Dudes of Attitude, Six Man. Um, I don't pick against Sting. I hope Sting pins fucking Jeff, not Jeff Hardy, uh, <laughs> Nick Jackson. I hope Sting pins. I hope he puts him in the Scorpion Deathlock and makes him pass out. I know, I know you hate them and you love both Matt and and Matt Hardy and Jackson, but they are two different people. Just so, they look N- the Nick, same. They, Nick is there wrestling and Jeff's in rehab. There's a difference. They look the same though. They both they're both spot monkeys. It's Bullet, it's Bullet Club professional it's Bullet wrestlers. Club night one night only. Um, they're just gonna, all of BC gonna come out and just beat the shit out of Sting. Nah. You know how DX Sting's been came whooping factions' up, asses you know, for years. On. You know how DX came out and beat up Sting at WrestleMania? It's they gonna be not. the Bullet Club coming out to beat up Sting at, at, at Sting's been beating up the, Sting fought the NWO off, okay? The, but he ain't worried about the fucking Bullet Club. NWO. He fucked the NWO. He fought Hogan off. Fuck Hogan. Who said anything about Hogan? He ain't the only member of the NWO. NWO. I know. You got Hall, Hogan, you got Nash, you got yeah. Buff Bagwell, you got Macho Man, the Giant. You know Scott what? Norton, I'm, I'm a, just Virgil. Since got brought up right now, I just kinda, I'm gonna mention. I'm gonna say something real quick. Everyone's giving Vince McMahon shit for all you know his adultery. People, people don't even care about the payoff. They're caring about the adultery. But they fucking oh, welcome Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan in with open arms. I did. People rather fucking cheer for racism than adultery. I, I mean, I don't know if you watched or not, but they were pretty fucking popping big time for McMahon the last two times he's been on TV. The, the fans are, but I'm talking to everyone else. It's it's fuck Hogan, dude. Anyway, you know I stay with some fuck Hogan energy. Call me Iron Sheik on that one. Um, Zack Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson's mm-hmm. member of choosing. Mm-hmm. If this isn't a fucking humongous name that comes out, it's I mean, who else could it be? I don't know, dude. It's got to be someone fantastic. Like I can get behind Cesaro. I really, I do like Cesaro a lot. Um, but man, this has got to be like, for Daniel Bryan be... or Brian Danielson to be the one behind the back in this and bringing them out. It ha- it can't be like 
I get Johnny Gargano. No, and that actually know, would, that would match up with Zack Sabre Jr. But that Jack, Johnny Gargano is not. He a wouldn't name fit into like, the Blackpool oh. Combat Club, though. I just thought what? about that. They they did say he's the newest member of the Blackpool Combat exactly. Club. So I'm thinking Cesaro. Cesaro would I mean, fit in there. I think so. I think it'd be fantastic. So, if it's Cesaro, I have him being Zack Sabre Jr. If it's I mean, another person and just don't give a shit about, I'm just Zack Sabre Jr. is losing this either way because it's going to be a big name more than likely, and he sucks. So I can't stand Zack Sabre Jr. He's so obnoxious. Are they keeping score? Well, who wins more, AEW or New I don't Japan? know. They haven't said or Ring of Honor. It. Yeah, that'd be cool if they had like a little ticker like WWE used to do at Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Yeah. Um, and then the four away for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. You know what they need to do? They need to have a title mount belt a match for this one where they just where the new title is is held up. Like don't maybe fuck, Omega brings the a new title. Forget out. the wrestlers. Just put four belts in the ring and see which one the, the fans want because that belt sucks. I hate that belt so yeah. much. I feel like Omega's coming back at the end of this match. I feel like Omega is coming back also. Um, Okada's going to win this match. Hmm. So he just lost the title to Jay White to win it back a month later? Yep. It's Okada, man. It's Kozinska! Oh, and they I don't have like Hangman. I'm picking my boy Adam Page. I'm I want Adam pick Page to hangman. win. I want Adam Page to walk out of that match with that title. I don't That'd think he's good. going to, though. I think they put Okada in there, and he wins the title back. EJ says it does look like, like the Divas it looks like a, like the title for like Shine or something. It looks like a mix between the Divas title and Cody's tattoo. <laughs> like the Cody's tattoo and the Divas title had a baby, and they were like New Japan World Championship. <laughs> like no, go back to the old title. That that yeah. that, that, that original title they had, man. That's probably one of my favorite belts of all time. Yeah, that's at least Kodo top Bushi. four or five. He may have nothing to say with it, but he was a champion when it all happened. So I blame him. Yeah. Uh, and that's the well, Moxley and uh, Tanahashi, but that's the Tanahashi act. stayed the same. Do you, do, you, do you have a more decisive manner of which this goes? Do you do you say Moxley? Yeah, I, th- I think or? Moxley's gonna win. You think Moxley? I think Moxley's gonna win. I, you know, again, we talked about <laughs> WWE having social media stuff. I was looking at a a sit down with Tanahashi, and he was talking shit. And I'm like, why don't they put this on TV? He was like, he basically said, you know. Moxley's been saying I've been running from him for years, but the fact is, is I'm up here, <laughs> and Moxley just got here, and this is why it's taking so long to fight. And I was like, "Damn!" <clears throat> I mean, he's not wrong. I was like, "Damn!" He just fucking put Moxley in his place, pretty much. So I'm mean, like, "Why is that not on TV?" Like, I yeah, and I don't get like the whole Moxley chasing Tanahashi. I know there was supposed to be a match a while back, but like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Jerick, it took Jericho to like two, three years to fight Tanahashi at, at Wrestle Kingdom. And when when Moxie got there, Tanahashi was fighting for the world championship. And Moxie was fighting for the United States Championship versus Juice Robinson. Like Yeah. I, I get your point, you chasing for him, but it's two different levels. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean you can't you can't have Ricochet come over and say, I'm chasing Roman Reigns. And yet, here I am in the Intercontinental Championship match. Awesome theory. I'm chasing Roman Reigns. Here I am with the United States Champion. You know, it just it doesn't make sense. So, I, I, I 
Fucking yeah, that shit needs to be on TV. To let Tanahashi put him in this place. I love my I love Moxley. But Tanahashi, man, he's one of my faves. I like it. I feel like AEW's in this pocket to where they just expect you to know. Yeah. Instead of promoting stuff. <clears throat> they just ex- like if you're here already, we got our one million people watching every week. We don't want two million. Like we need to instead of reaching out and trying to bring people in, like Excalibur yeah. gives like these half ass explanations of who people are and shit. And it's like, I don't have time to watch New Japan at three o'clock in the morning on fucking Tuesday night. Like, <laughs> yeah. give me a Same fucking, with, like, give me a vignette. Yeah. Give me a fucking vignette. Let me know why these people don't like each other. Let me know why this is a thing. Instead of putting everything on social media and YouTube, like, I don't have time for that shit. I watch your program twice a week. You got three hours of programming. You have plenty of time to let me know why this shit's happening and why why I'm interested in these people. That's why I'm yeah. digging Moxley versus Tanahashi. It has a story. But again, mm-hmm. Tanahashi hasn't said shit on TV. The interview I saw was on fucking Twitter. Right. So I think they yeah, can step and, their game and up you and stuff that. like that. Yeah. And, I mean, like you get JR. Oh, Tanahashi is the greatest I've ever seen in the ring. Uh, okay, where? What, what did you watch him do? Uh, but then on the opposite side, you talk about WWE, and they – they play like if you're a complete dumbass and don't know. It's like there's got to be happy medium where yeah. you explain what's going on. Like the other day, uh, I can't remember what the comments were, but Michael Cole kept saying the same shit like over and over. It was like, yeah, we fucking get it. We know that's what's going to happen. We know that's what's going on. We're not that stupid. You know, so it's like the, everyone just needs to find a balance to where they're, they're explaining a little bit more than expecting you to know everything. Mm-hmm. But then they're giving you the benefit of the doubt that you know a little bit. You know, what I mean, one company just acts like you're an idiot, don't know shit, and one company acts like you know everything already. And should, I mean, yeah. giving their fans back to their fans, act like they know everything. Um, but you know, there's got to be a middle I, ground, and I think that's kind of takes like in both places too. AEW kind of goes out of their way to not do what WWE does, and that that hurts them. <laughs> the overshooting, right? Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some John Cena, and then we'll predict Money in the Bank and any other news that we got happening here on boot to the face stay tuned our next partner has a product that i literally use every day i started taking ag1 because i wanted better immunity and to optimize my immune system after covid now i've been taking it for about three weeks and i love it it doesn't taste like it's super healthy it's got kind of a mild tropical taste that i actually look forward to each morning so what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day and night. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Again, I take this every morning to support my immune system. Let's talk about some health facts and importance of the multivitamin. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As far as the price, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing into your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting into different supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, as far as testimonials, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, recommended by professional athletes, and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode one something, the Money in the Bank prediction show. I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez. Do not forget tonight, immediately following Forbidden Door, maybe sometime early tomorrow morning, we will be live on patreon.com slash filter free with a reaction show to tonight's pay-per-view event. We will also... uh, well, I mean, I don't know, Marty, if you're working or not. There'll also be a live one after Money in the Bank next Saturday night. Um, if you yeah, are, it's a Fourth July weekend, so I can tell you right now, uh, that's probably not gonna happen. I won't be there. <clears throat> Hell, dude, looking at the sit going on, like I'm not even gonna be able to watch fireworks next weekend anyway. Like that's how much stuff sucks. Mm-hmm. That's how busy it's gonna be. Kind of sucks. If you are a patron over <clears throat> at uh, Filter Free and you want to be on one of these after shows, let us know. We are more than welcome or more than happy to bring on other people that want to give reactions to it. Because that's what the whole point of all this shit is about. Is to just get to get to talk and react and shit like that. So those are fun. Um, we'll do that again tonight. Money in the Bank is next Saturday. We will do one after that. And then we will be full speed ahead on to Nashville, Tennessee for SummerSlam at the end of July. Also, yeah, Nashville's going to be fun as hell, dude. Undertaker, they did WWE and Undertaker show. Did you hear about that? Yeah. So excited. Oh, okay. Never mind. My bad. It's probably like $500 a ticket. <laughs> Just to hit him in there and do his best fucking I mean, if it's Robinson WWE, let me put it this way. Steve Austin's uh, at the, that bar was like $250 a person. So I still haven't seen Undertaker's Hall of Fame speech. I haven't either. Yeah. I have no interest in it. I either. forgot all no. about the Hall of Fame. I never went back and watched that. I was so busy that. Did the Bella Twins ever get inducted? Yeah, they, it was like last summer. Yes, that's already known. We've said that for months that we're going to SummerSlam. We've said for months. Why are you getting mad at year, Tara? She just asked if you were year. 
that we're doing the big the big events this year. Maybe she was gonna be no. happy to see you. It was known. It was known. Pretty sure that was mentioned at summer at WrestleMania, around WrestleMania and at Royal Rumble. Just saying. I don't know why Marty just yelled at you like that, Terry. I didn't yell at no one. I just when said. When you see him in yes. Nashville, you got to take that up with him. Slap him. That's, just, that's why he's got all that beard hair, so you can slap him and he won't feel it. <laughs> that that's, that works. <clears throat> also keeps you might see burning up heat. You might see oh, Marty at uh, <clears throat> SummerSlam, but somebody you won't see is John Cena because you can't see him. But he's supposed to be back on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. You excited about that, Marty? Oh, I'm ecstatic. <clears throat> I love Cena, man. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. He's, he's in my top five of all time. I love the dude. <clears throat> Vince McMahon um, said he's number one WWE wrestler of all time. What's that? Vince said he was the number one WWE superstar of all time. I I got hard disagree on that one. Yeah, I disagree on that one too. I also think it's hard to like. They talk about oh, John Cena's been doing it longer for twenty years, been doing yeah. it more than anyone else. I'm like. But he has he's he's been on one Raw in the last three years. He's been on one WrestleMania in that same timeline. Um, we've seen Cena like four times in the last three years. I could just we tell should you be now. celebrating. We should be celebrating seventeen years of Cena. Yeah. Uh, but I get the twentieth anniversary. We should. That's what it should be. It should be the twentieth anniversary of Cena, not twenty years of Cena. Because it I hasn't really been mind that, But I just I have an issue with Vince saying he's the big like right on the top of my head, the rock and stone cold were way bigger than Cena ever was. Cena was big. Don't get me wrong. Cena did it longer, right? A lot longer. Mainly because he didn't have the options that the rock did. And as soon as he got him, his ass left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you ain't wrong. But he he'll never be as big as he was his as a wrestler, he was never as big as the rock or stone cold was. <clears throat> uh, I would even say the immortal racist. He was never big as him. But top four or five, I could see Cena being top four or five. I don't know. I think that when you look at the the platform, I think you could make a strong argument that he's bigger than Hogan. Um, you got to remember, Hogan, there was less, I mean, it was seen and known. Um, but the eyes on the product weren't as much as they are now, and as much as they were with Cena. And there's a lot of eyes that are stayed with, there's a lot of eyes that stayed with the product for the last 15 years because of Cena. I don't Cena. know. I don't. I mean, I don't know. You got. You're talking know, like man. you got. You're talking the difference of of the Rock and Stone Cold having six million people watching every week, and Cena's having like two and three. Like, people well, I'm not talking about Cena and and the Rock and Austin. That's yeah, not the I mean, argument. The, the viewership talking, when Hogan was Hogan changed the industry though. Like, as much as I don't like the guy, you got it. You can't like wrestling wouldn't be what it is without the fucking Rock and wrestling boom that was led by Hogan, and then going to WCW starting the NWO and basically creating the attitude error by like without Hogan going to WCW and the NWO, the attitude error never fucking happens. You don't get DX. You don't get stone cold. You don't get the rock. You don't get any of that. And that's all because Hogan went over and created a buzz in WCW. Like I can't stand the guy, but his place in history is fucking it's there. And I'm not talking about his place in history. <clears throat> Cena couldn't have did that. I'm, if Cena yeah, I'm, not went to AEW, I'm not talking about that though. He went. He, you're, he went you're to saying WCW he's a bigger star. If Cena went, went to, to AEW, AEW wouldn't have been bigger than WWE the way WCW was bigger than WWE at the time. If Cena would have went to AEW, AEW bigger than it is now. But it wouldn't be bigger than WWE. WWE is. I don't know, man. Like I, we're talking about like Cena 
being a bigger WWE star than Hogan. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about about Hogan being a bigger integral part of the wrestling industry. No, I'm saying because thing. Hogan was so arguments. big in WWE, him leaving and going somewhere else changed the fucking industry again. If Cena would have left and went to AEW, it wouldn't have had the effect that Hogan going. Yeah, to at the same time, had. at that point, you're looking at a shark in a koi pond versus a koi pond in the ocean. Sting, Ric Flair, like Lex, all these fucking huge. Names I didn't say there wasn't other there. stars there. I'm saying there wasn't as the pool was a lot smaller, so he's able. That's to what AEW is, though. That's what AEW is. AEW is way smaller than WWE right now. It's the same thing. Yeah, but I'm talking. We're not talking about AEW. We're talking about Cena being a name that stands out in an ocean versus Hogan that stood out in a lake. Cena wasn't in the ocean, though. When Cena was running roughshod over WWE, everybody had left. The only people that were Triple H and Batista, like, part-time. Everybody left. The Rock was gone. Uh, Hogan had left. Edge was gone. Uh, Stone Cold was gone. So Cena carried an entire company on his back for a decade. With nobody there. I mean, Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton's not a fucking oh, star. Don't even, don't even. Randy don't Orton is not a fucking mega star like John Cena, Hogan, and The Rock, and all them. He ain't even the same stratosphere. Okay, if, if you got, if you got, obviously yes, Cena, Rock, Austin, Hogan are on top tier. There's no, there's no level above them. I think we can agree on that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no level above them. But, but Randy is that much below them. But There's no way the you can say level. he's that much lower below. But I'm not saying he's the same not level the same as them level. because they, they they transcended the industry. But what Randy's done for the 20 years he's been in the industry, Randy, he's not. He's maybe a level down. Randy will always be Scottie Pippen, and I love Randy Orton. He's never the man, but you can't do it without him. Like you're not gonna win titles I, I, without I can, Randy I, Orton. I can get behind that. I, I'm just saying that you can't say this, that Orton is a nobody. I didn't say it was a nobody. I never said that. I just said he wasn't a megastar that they are. I said, oh, he had the Orton. You're like, yeah, nah, you know, it, it, he wasn't nobody. Because he's he not, he wasn't that. on the same level. When Stone Cold was there, he had The Rock. No, I agree. Hulk Hogan had to deal with Ric Flair, Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, all these people, Sting. Like the, Rick, the level of oh, talent. You're, talk, well, you're, talking, you're talking in WCW. He didn't have Ric Flair in WWF. I'm talking, okay, well, in WWF, he had The Ultimate Warrior. He had fuck. he did have Ric Flair in WWF. He had The Ultimate Warrior. He had The Macho Man. He never fought Ric Flair in WWF, though. Ric Flair was still there. He, he was on his way he out. He was still he competing was, with. He was basically out. <laughs> EJ Reese says, My mom wouldn't know who Randy Orton is. And that that tells you everything you need to know right there. He's not my a mom. My mom would. Saying, my mom knows Randy is, and she watches. She listens to Boot to the Face. Hey, mom. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. So, <laughs> uh, let's let's go ahead and get it. We gotta predict Money in the Bank, man. Get the hell up out of here while we're sitting here arguing about fucking John Cena. <laughs> fucking Hogan. Welcome again. back, Cena. Cena, Hogan. Cena follows us on Twitter, by the way. He'll be back. Uh, we'll tweet at him. He'll be. It's gonna back be awesome. On, uh, you know, and tomorrow. one thing about Cena, you know, the return we talked about in the past, like the returns, are just. So much better, but when we're, they show people's like music would hit and like, oh shit, Cena's back. But like, you understand like the it's, it sucks when like the business side of things gets in the way. Yeah, like obviously they want to announce Cena's gonna be there because they want you know ten million people to fucking view into this show. And they know that they're not you know they don't want to miss it. <clears throat> um, it just sucks because like that pop of when Cena's music hits would be would have been fantastic. Now you're expecting it. You know, uh, but either way, I'm excited. I love Cena. 
do you think this leads to a match for Cena at SummerSlam, or do you think it's just a here I'm here, 20 years, uh, loyalty, respect, uh, I'm out? Nah, I think he's gonna have. He's probably gonna fight Theory. Oh, I fucking forgot about Theory. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll uh, jump into the match. Oh well, the- oh, this is Money in the Bank. So Money in the Bank, we got. Since speaking of him, Theory versus Bob in the WWE United States Championship match. So does that mean you think that Theory is gonna beat Bobby Lashley then? Or nah, he's, he's he's just, that scene is gonna fight Bob or fight Theory with no title. Yeah, it's gonna be a non-title match because if it. if it's a title match, you know, Cena's not gonna win. I mean, Cena has a championship. Yeah, but Cena also isn't a full-time wrestler anymore. Neither is Brock. Neither is Brock. Brock is full-time. He just takes Brock time off. Okay. Brock was fucking Limits. full-time going into wrestling. He was on every show for like two or three months straight. And then we haven't seen him for two months. You hadn't seen fucking Roman, but one time in the past two months. <laughs> uh, you mean Thunder Roman? <laughs> Thunder Roman. Thunder Reigns? <laughs> uh, Lashley versus Theory. So you got Theory winning? Or you got Bobby Lashley winning, I mean? Yeah, I got Lashley taking the title. Yeah, I got I got Lashley winning. Uh, but <sighs> I feel like this is going to have a bunch of bullshit in this match. Yeah, it's going to be some I think Theory's cronies are going to come out. MVP's going to come out. I think the odds are definitely going to be stacked against Lashley. He's going to come out looking like a fucking megastar. Yeah. Um, Usos versus the Profits. Undisputed Championship. I think the Profits take it, man. I want the Usos to keep it. I think the Profits take man, it. Man, that's just... I'm, I, I say this every week, but Montez Ford is putting that muscle on, man. He just looks like such a fucking did star. You, did you see him looking at Dawkins this week? Yeah. I'm like, funny. oh, shit. This shit's a brewing. It's a, nah. it's gonna happen. By I think that was year. just a fucking corny ass joke. Dawkins told you, "Get his quarterback, I, fam." I, I was like, <laughs> "What needs to happen now? It's like six months from now. He needs to turn on Dawkins and be like, this is because that corny ass dad joke you gave. <laughs> Shit's over.' Just, That's out. what Christian said. Christian said he's fucking mad at Jungle Boy for eliminating him out of Battle Royal two years ago. I love that shit. That's the petty shit I like. Right. Um. But yeah, I I got the Usos. When I I don't like the fact that why you if you're not gonna split the titles back up, then why have two titles? Why not just yeah. make one title? One. Uh, I don't I don't I don't under, I'm confused. I don't understand. Like they call it the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Does that mean whoever cashes in Money in the Bank can pick which one they want, or are they taking both of them? Kind of sounds like the way they made it seem like today was he can cash in for either belt. Or both. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's confusing. And then <clears throat> if it's only one title, then make one fucking title. Quit having the guys carry around two belts because now people like me don't fucking know. That's like we talked about with AEW. Like, let me know what's happening when I'm watching on TV. Right. So the Street Profits are a part of uh, Monday Night Raw. Shouldn't they be challenging for the red belts or are they challenging for both belts? They're challenging for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships or both. Well, I got the Usos win, so I guess it doesn't matter yet. Ronda versus Ronda 2. Uh, did you see that? Natty was explosion? so good. Natty was so good on SmackDown. I wanted Ronda to die. walk out with the cat and make fun of her ass. Natty was talking cash money shit on Twitter, too, to Ronda Rousey. I like that. I believe it. I was like, damn. Uh, I, I kind of want Natty match. to win. <laughs> I want you Natty do? to win. But Ronda's going to win. I want Natty to win. <laughs> Ronda's been underwhelming since she's been. It is, man. but like, Nat- Natty is going to be even worse. I, I just I feel like uh, I feel no. like Ronda just it, it's not the same as it was the first time the first it's time not. around. I'm not disagreeing with you there. 
Not it's one not bit. even close. It's not. It just doesn't feel big. Natty, she just feels like Natty another fucking person. having that title doesn't do it any better. Her coming out and having a fucking eight-minute match with Shotzi Blackheart, and it's like knockdown, drag out, just that let me know right then and there that it's not Ronda Rousey the first time. Like, yeah. she fucking came out and destroyed Ruby Riot on a pay-per-view in like 30 seconds. She was beating everybody's ass in like a minute leading up to that. The only people she had competitive matches were with were the top tier of the women's division. Now she's having competitive matches with fucking Shotzi. Nothing against Shotzi, but she ain't on the level of fucking Sasha and Becky and Charlotte. Ronda should be destroying her. Agreed. Money in the Bank women's ladder match. We got Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Shotzi, and a TBD. Um, I believe the TBD should be Becky uh, Raw, right? It's got to be Becky. Like Becky said, she's on the fucking poster. How are you going to not have her in the match? Um, I'm intrigued by this, though. If Becky doesn't make it, I would love to see her involvement for Money in the Bank. Like, you know, I don't like yeah, the fact that she's... Oscar's up there to grab the belt and she goes and yeah. ruins it for her. Yeah. I don't like that Becky's losing all the time now, especially like fair and square to Oscar, like with a fucking kick to the face after not losing for so long. I can handle the loss at WrestleMania to Bianca. I can handle Oscar cheating for uh, Dana Brooke and her winning, but her just losing a match one on one straight up to fucking Oscar yeah. uh, with no mist involved, like kind of annoys me. But I'm also intrigued with the storyline with Becky. Like, how far down is she gonna fucking fall? What if she's not at Money in the Bank? Like, could you imagine? Like, if she's not even in the fucking match or at the pay-per-view, I feel like if they don't put her in the match, it means they got something really big playing for her. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I think they got something big. She's too fucking good right now. Um, I don't know who the other person If it's not Becky, then I see Liv Morgan winning. What's if Bailey? it is Becky, then I got Becky winning. What was Bailey? Bailey's already won Money in the Bank, though. I don't think they would bring Bailey back unless she was gonna win. I think I think a higher tier act like that has to win if they get brought back. They can't. Honestly, lose. I think it's either gonna be Raquel Rodriguez. If, if Becky's not in the match, it's either Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Mor- or, uh, Alexa, or Lacey. And I feel like they'd put it on Lacey after the work they've been putting on her, and Ugh. it'd be the stupidest decision to do. Uh, Raquel, I can see Raquel being the strongest option outside of Oscar, but I think she's Asuka, already lost I, to fucking Ronda though. I know, I know, I know, but I think Oscar doesn't need the title, the belt, the briefcase, and I think that's where Becky gets involved. So at the end of the day, I, you know, I call Alexa to get the title or the, the briefcase. I think Liv Morgan wins. <sighs> Liv Morgan winning. I love Liv, but Liv Morgan winning is like Otis winning. There's no good. You see, I you got Liv winning again, unless it's Becky or Bailey that comes back. If it's one okay. of those two in the in the other slot. Um, we don't know if they're going to have a match for it tomorrow night or if it's just going to be something that happens at Money in the Bank, huh? Right. That one, we don't know. <clears throat> I believe the uh, the call, the match for the men, Money in the men, Men's Money in the Bank will happen on Monday night. Because right now we have Rollins, Sheamus, McIntyre, Omos, and Sammy. So we have four guys from a SmackDown on there. And then we have Rollins, and Omos from Raw. So I think this the last two will probably be Seth. Raw. Seth is winning Who? this. Seth yeah, Rollins I think so too. This. Hands down. I um, think they've been building up. And in some kind of way, he gets, he gets one of the titles, and then Cody wins the Rumble, and they fucking fight at WrestleMania again. Mm. Interesting. 
Do you yeah. think Cody comes back? He said there's money a, in the bank. Like he mentioned I mean, it. Um, there's two tied. There's two spots left. You think he takes one? That's man. That's a that's a. And lot do you think another to, one's a returning non-signed person so far? He could, if they wanted Cody to come back, he could muscle his way through that match, win Money in the Bank, and then take the rest of the time off. I mean, doesn't have really to say he had to cash in. And could you yeah. imagine his return be him coming back to cash in? Yeah, that's big. Yeah. I'm not gonna pick that, but I could I could see that happening. I, if Cody I'm returns, stick with my pick with Rollins, it. but if Cody did win, he could still take time off with Money in the Bank as the yeah. champion, as the Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, I'm Money briefcase holder for Talkamania, and I've been on, I've had that that briefcase for like eight months to a year. But also, if you're Cody, do you want to risk like you just had the surgery? You want to risk fucking it up again? It's one thing if you just hey, walk out did, and like didn't Brock show up at the last second of the match. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Just say, I was about to say it's one thing if you just walk out and fucking take the had a fight. money in the just bank. Just say he's gonna yeah. be the last entrant. But yeah, you you don't want to take that kind of risk if you're Cody after just getting it worked on and repaired. You're gonna have everyone hit, take ladders to the floor, and then you're gonna hear there's more than one royal family. You don't even need that. Just fucking run out there and get it really quick. Don't fucking wait at the Titan Tron for your fucking music to hit and everybody. No, get no. It it's one of those things where he's running. His music hits while he runs to the ring. You don't. He don't do the full entrance. His music hits while he runs to the ring. His music doesn't even stop before he gets the fucking briefcase. Exactly. exactly. His music just loops because it's that. It's just that quick. Yeah. So, um, if, if he's not involved, then I got Rollins winning that match. And then uh, we got Bianca Belair versus Carmella because Mella is money. The most beautiful woman in all WWE. I got Bianca winning this match. This is going to be a squash. Yeah. Did did they announce uh, what happened to Rhea Ripley? They haven't announced what happened to Rhea yet. Oh, no. We had something with her jaw or something, her her mouth or teeth. They were talking about a busted open. How like they were talking like the week before she was talking about how they like in the match that like, her teeth were loosened and she's gonna yeah. fight through it and be strong and then all of a sudden now she's out because of it or something. Yeah, she said she she said her tooth got knocked out. I thought is what she said in her yeah. And then the way they made it seem was like she it's like something she didn't get cleared because of something with that. Yeah. So it was it was more than just a loose tooth or something. So your world champion's not defending the title at Money in the Bank. Nope. Hmm. Fancy that. Roman's starting to piss me off. He's a heel, man. He's doing his job. Not as a heel, just fucking. It ain't even Roman. It's fucking WWE. Like you put the both titles on one fucking guy, and then don't even have him there all the time. No, they put the titles on him and then change his contract. That's what was stupid. It's like you're the fucking champion, and then we're gonna limit your schedule now. I don't know. I think if you're the champion, you should be at every fucking pay-per-view. Well, he's going to be at fucking SummerSlam as he's wrestling Brock Lesnar in the last man standing match. Yeah, you know what? They keep talking about, like, Drew McIntyre, and he's calling him on and this and that. And I'm like, they've already announced, like, McIntyre versus the champion at, like, London. Yeah, when was So standing. why the fuck does he doesn't need the title, the briefcase? Get the fuck out of there. He's got a pending title match for no reason because they're in fucking England. Well, Mari, like, it's easier. I mean, would you rather cheat on the test or study for it? You know, I mean, like it's it's a lot easier to I didn't have to, do to go cash in on somebody after they have a fucking last man standing match than it is to let the bell ring and y'all both start out a hundred percent. You know, your both your meters are all the way up. You starting out with fucking three specials and he's already in the red and you run in and fucking get him. Like speaking of meters, full. 
there was a video that I saw yesterday. It was like a bunch of WWE talent, and they were showing them the like of uh, <clears throat> characters from like WrestleMania 2000, the like the video game, the 64 video game. Yeah, and they had to pick the people who they were, and AJ got them all. But like some of those facial recognitions on there was like, oh shit, that's bad. That's bad. Um, if you ever see come across that video, it's pretty funny though. Uh, anyways, that is the card for Money in the Bank. And then SummerSlam, three weeks later, man. It's going to be fantastic. I'll tell you right now, there's going to be a lot going on over the next couple of weeks, not to the next month. Um, I know the week before SummerSlam, you notice now, we're going to have to figure something out because I will not be available that weekend before SummerSlam. Okay. Because I have we'll Comic Con that weekend. We'll figure it out. Cool, the cool, week cool. before SummerSlam. Maybe we'll do a show in Nashville. Who knows? I think so. Uh, I think we're going to get in Thursday. So we'll, we'll we'll have to play that one by ear because I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure that. I one don't out. know. Uh, I don't know what my plans are for Nashville because I'm going to Vegas like right after that. So yeah, the nice thing that's the nice thing for me is that that's a drive away. So so is Nashville. But then me. but then again, it might be flying with the way gas goes. So it might be <laughs> right. It to might fly be cheaper. <laughs> Anyway, Marty, that's all I got, man. You got anything else? That's all I got, man. Appreciate y'all listening to us. Appreciate y'all joining the chat room. Remember, follow us on all our social medias. Boot to the face underscore on Instagram. Boot to the face um, on Twitter. Linktree is right there. It has all the different sites. You can find our merchandise. Full press coverage. Find us there. Uh, Filter free podcast on Patreon. Join, listen, subscribe. Fill your life with wrestling talk from all the different shows on there. Have fun, man. Other than that, enjoy the summer. The summer has officially began, which we know that means sun's out, guns out. So EJ Reason be rocking his boots to the face. Be next. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. We will see you next week for Bindor. Peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch your boots to the face. Rebound.